Hey, Bottom Nation. An interesting one this week. This is, first of all, this is just a great episode. My buddy Sam is on. He talks about uh, giving underwater blowjobs. And my friend Lucas is on, and he talks about his first gay thoughts and what he's doing about them. So it's just really, really funny. But for my segment this week, I talk about what happened to me over the summer with the internet cancellation, the fallout from that, and more importantly, I think, what actually happened in that room because I know a lot of you had a lot of questions, and I think you'll understand why I waited so long to talk about it. Um, If you want a deeper dive on what actually happened, I think head over to the Chosen Family Podcast episode from last week. It does a really, really good job kind of analyzing every detail. Um, And on this podcast, we spend about 20 minutes talking about it from the comedian's perspective. It's all comedians on the pod this week, so it kind of gives you a slightly different point of view. And the reason I'm doing this, you know, I, I know how bored people can get of a subject that doesn't really have anything to do with them. But it's interesting because I can't separate you guys from it. And it's been really hard for me to move on emotionally without telling the full story. I need you guys to really know who I am. And I know so many of you do know who I am and you've stuck by me. And I, I've seen those messages. I've read those comments it means the world to me. Like, I cannot tell you how grateful I am for you. Um, and for those of you coming back and realizing that it was not as it seemed, thank you so much for being open-minded and listening and, and giving me a chance. But ultimately, I, I want to move forward. And after months of thinking about it, this is the only way that I know how to do that so that it's out in the open and I can continue to just be a comedian and has my words taken as a comedian. I love this community so much. And to me, the community that this podcast has built is as important to me as the podcast itself. That's not something that I knew would happen when I started this podcast. I know so many of you have, you know what? Listen to the episode. (laughs) Have a great week, guys. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I learned how to, like, suck a dick underwater from a professional fisherman. A professional fisherman, why does he know how, how to, to suck, suck a, a dick. dick underwater? He's not a fish. <laughs> it's so funny. I didn't realize it's that. Like, he kills fish. He, so, he should be the last guy on earth that knows anything about sucking dick. There's, like, this mansion, and you go in, and, like, on the outside, everyone's just, like, socializing. It's, like, old gay men. So they're, like, legitimately just, like, talking about florals and then you go into the pool and like the pool is the orgy was it float does it does that the spunk why are you looking at me whoa ashley calm down (laughs) never seen that anger from you except for never mind (laughs) i really love the way that you've spread open your asshole on my face by the way (laughs) I'm sitting on your face as well as anyone can, which is crouched. <laughs> I love a good, honestly, though. I'm teabagging I do, do, you. Do you ever have girls sit on your face? 
Yeah, I like that. I love that. I don't like the direction this podcast is going immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the other direction. Ashley and I do fall pretty wait, susceptible wait, to, to talking to us. Even, even when we're with Jamie, even Jamie is like, this is disrespectful. Yeah, towards women worldwide. <laughs> no, I know. Actually, I immediately don't. This dynamic feels like I'm I'm being bullied in height. Like it feels yeah. like- dude, You're dude, the pussy. There's now two straight yeah. guys. You are a pussy. You're not allowed to call me a faggot for this episode. <laughs> I know how much you love calling me a faggot. I do. Fine, I guess I it'll just be me that. then. <laughs> it's terrifying. No, I wanted to get you guys together because Lucas potentially has a huge announcement. No, well, I do, should we just talk about it immediately and then you can no, I edit tease it, it later? I want to tease no, it. No, but we're never going to get there if we tease it. Yes, we will. <laughs> Why wouldn't we get there if we tease it? Because I what if I get in my own head about it? <laughs> there we go. I was like, if we tease it, we actually might be more likely to get there. No, Sometimes if we edge it the whole it episode. <laughs> is what a person needs in order to get there. Yeah, and not, not to put any pressure on you, but I did open this by screaming, this is going to be the greatest episode. <laughs> I love your haircut. You Thank are you. both filming your Comedy Central sets tomorrow. We are. On the same exact Together. show. Yes, we are. It's almost like I booked that show. I looked yeah. at the list and I was like, every single wow. alumni of the podcast is on this Yeah, there's like show. a non-binary one name comic. Which I love. I don't like the way you said it. <laughs> I don't like that. Which I adore. Which Where's we, the camera? Where's the nearest love. camera? Great. And I like there's that. A, there's oh, there's one, there's one directly across from me. I was like, fuck the one across from me. I love non-binary one-name comics. Who's the non-binary one-name comic? Holmes. Oh, no. I don't think Holmes is non-binary. <laughs> oh, no. Lucas edited all look, this out. Can you look this up? Can we look up whether Holmes is non-binary? I think I, Holmes fairness, is actually a str- no, actually, I think she's gay, but maybe she maybe she came out as non-binary. Here's the deal: maybe they is came out if as you have and one name and that name is Holmes, as in plural houses, you're non-binary. Should I, I actually, spend this episode roasting a comic that none of us know? I, I have a lot. Of, I have a lot We're of respect. On a taping with tomorrow. <laughs> no, Holmes, I have a lot of respect for. They had if if it's they, she they had a pilot on like Fox. Like they've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, why do they go by one name? I don't know, but I think the which I love. But why? Maybe they had a full. I actually do think that if you why, went. What's the reason for such a wonderful. I think if you went back in time that looked at mononym artists, a lot of them are genderqueer. Like Prince, genderqueer. Was Prince gender? She, oh they. God. Yes. Of course Prince was genderqueer. Is that right? Then I'm right, right? I think we're both right. She, they, pansexual. It is funny that like when you have. We- she, wait, she. She has her sexuality in her bio. Uh, this is the Wikipedia. I don't know why I'm she saying th- that. Like I'm not guilty this of is that. The Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? She makes her sexuality her whole personality. <laughs> Holmes, if you're listening right now, we would love to have you on the podcast. Love to have Congrats you on. Congrats on your Comedy Central set. Congrats. And thank you for being non-binary so that I don't look like a bigot. Because <laughs> I, I assumed and, and I appreciate it. I just want to know how do people know their friends' pronouns if their friends aren't famous? You know, like, like we live in, <laughs> we're just Googling our friends' pronouns. It's kind of weird. It is. I mean, you do have to ask. That's the interesting thing about pronouns is you don't ask if the person, like, if an AFAB person is very femme, you're never going to be like, oh, what are your pronouns? But if they're masculine. Well, I'm never going to be like it no matter what. You ask for the pronouns yeah, when you're you on your show. shows to virtue signal, but in real life, <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to be honest for a second, do I think to ask pronouns? Actually, I well, oh, this this came up at a show, but there was a uh, there was a man in the front row who just was giving a confusing gender vibe to me. Okay. And um, I think the more woke way to say that is a, a fluid gender vibe. 
This man, who I later I did ask pronouns, he 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 is included. I don't know if it was he he, he they or what yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not whatever. I didn't know what it was. Man, I am so nervous for it's you. Actually, I don't like watching. This. I really love having a straight on the on the pod, like in kind of the hot seat. It's kind a, of another straight. Another straight. <laughs> separate from me. When you're near Lucas, you become a straight man. This is what I try to say to people. Like, oh really? It's like it's actually I'm broier and straighter than. Ugh, I don't yeah, know. Like no, no, me, you're a toxic me kissing bro. you yeah. is gayer than me kissing a woman. Yes, yeah, or absolutely. me kissing a guy. Yeah. Me kissing Sam would be much straighter yeah. than yeah. me kissing you. Totally. 100%. Unless I take the pearls off. Us kissing each other <laughs> would be a disaster. <laughs> it would be straight. It would be two negatives multiplying into a positive. Not no. negatives. There's nothing negative <laughs> about being gay. Us, I'm talking purely mathematically. Us, <laughs> us kissing each other would be my dream. You look just so handsome. You touched me for the first time in our friendship. <laughs> we have this thing where oh, Ashley right, you're like really to touch touchy, me. and 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 yeah. Ashley, Ashley, yeah, Ashley, like. <laughs> Ashley does that thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, Ashley like reverts to like, like middle school like <laughs> alias when when you like touch Ashley too much. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there is something about a non-sexual partner, non-potential. If I could have sex with someone, I will let them touch me. Touch yeah. me! Just touch me! I love you so much and you won't touch me! This is your inner thigh. Look, it's always a pat. It's With Ashley, it's always like a- Oh my God, it is always a pat. Yeah. I like hold her and she's like, get the fuck off me. We did a bit at your Having a Gay Sex live show where you we were a straight couple and Ashley pretending to be a straight woman was the funniest thing ever because she just came off like a gay man. <laughs> like she tried to act more effeminate, but she's so masked that it just came off like she was an effeminate man, not a woman. How's um, your diabetes? It's bad. It's been really oh. bad all night. So oh. what do you need to do? Yeah, what do you need from us? Also getting Nothing. diabetes rep uh, representation in fast. Yeah. Clip, clip, clip. Yeah. Here's a diabetes clip. Diabetes. That's, actually, I, that's actually my sex story is last night I got fucked by diabetes. Oh. Ass fucked by Well, you look so handsome and I th I love your haircut. I love your new glasses. It's crazy how much you flirt teeth. with me but won't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yes, I got him to laugh for the first time. That's all I care about. Why is that? <laughs> Alex no, laughing is big because you know he goes yeah. through every episode. He has to sit through all of these pieces yeah. of trash. Yeah. yeah, so he like you know he really knows the good ones. You know the the thing that some of you are literally paying money to listen to. This guy ha gets paid to do it. You should edit that out. Sorry. No, I liked it. Yeah, no, that is it's an interesting dynamic. He gets paid to do what other people will do for free. Isn't and that shocking? No, and pay for and like oh really? right, 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 the Patreon. But I I find it shocking that anyone will even listen to any podcast ever. I agree for free. with you. Free I, of charge. I. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I feel that way about solo shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we talk about this all the time. Who, why would anybody like us? I don't understand. Mm. Every single time. And thank you for coming why to my shows. Like and please come to yes, my shows. Uh, but too. every time I see the crowd at my shows and it's more than zero people, I go, what is wrong with you? I get that. You're yeah. mentally ill. Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. I'm a stranger to you. I think it's I easier to, for us to say that. though when I do that. I, I do that, often. that way? when I think that way. I have to like get out of my head and see myself. Well, that's because yeah. I, I have trouble with self-love. So like if I'm loving myself, I usually have a better I set. will say there's a moment that I have frequently on stage when I'm doing the pussy side guacamole joke and I start 
pounding on the clit as if yeah. it's a... <laughs> I did that in crowd work the other day and I thought of you. Yeah, this I, thing... There, I was talking to a Navy... Uh, there was a Navy boxer. He was nice, a boxer in the nice. Navy. I know this I'm This is a great act short. out. It is yeah. actually kind of nice when you kind of like... You can see someone's sensibilities in someone else's stand-up because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. close friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. do that a lot. And I think we have some of that. But we are more... <laughs> creatively aligned than me and yeah, Sam. Yeah, that's a compliment of you to say to me, given that when you met me, I had like five minutes. So all the time I've built, <laughs> has been built on the road with you. And you're like, yeah, we mirror each other. I'm like, I've been opening for you. <laughs> like I've been just write, watching like, you and then writing jokes. So our yeah. weird thing is that I'll be like, I just wrote this great joke about climate change. And you're like, I also just wrote the exact same joke. We about do that a lot. Change. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do that a lot. Yeah. Um, but, oh, this is like, this might come off as either a great compliment or a horrendous <laughs> insult. A lot of people were like, why, like, why Lucas? Like, why Lucas? But I was like, no, he's going to be really good. I was like, he's going to be really, who really is like, good. Why, when you say who's why Lucas? I cannot say. Who, oh, like other comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, like when I, when I was just starting or yeah. like pretty recently? <laughs> When you were just oh, you I don't like this. Oh, you're looking if at I Sam. Was, was I'm it Sam? so insecure. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sam was like, I don't like this because you're outing me for thinking. No, Lucas because was I'm so talented. insecure. If someone said this to me, I'd just be thinking about that for the rest of my no, life. No, but that's not me. When you were okay, good I for mean, you. when you were new, it was sort of the same thing. You were not. You were good, but I knew you how good you were going to be. But like, you weren't like good yet. Yeah, yeah, you I can know. watch. I'm actually curious. Can we bleep it out and you just tell me? No, I'm not. Why? Come on. No, no, I just no. want to know. I'm not going to be offended. I'm curious. As it was to... like a fair amount of people. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, how could I even remember the whole list? I mean, to call out one person on it would be to offend all the others that didn't get me. Oh, no. I should probably introduce everybody. Yeah, sure. We're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with my best friend, Sam. 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 <laughs> Felt condescending. Thank you so much for having he me. He had a huge, <laughs> sold-out, off-Broadway run of his show, Sugar Daddy. Where is it going next? Um. Well, you'll have to go to www.samuelmorrison.com to find and, tour and dates. And sign up mm. for your newsletter. And sign up for my newsletter. Mm. Please sign up for my newsletter and my text alert. It's mm. so easy. I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this before, but I'll just send you a notification when I'm in your city. <laughs> There's no way they know anything about this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, please, please do that because, uh, I'm not as famous as Ashley and I like desperately need people to come to my shows, but I'm, I'm so talented. He's so talented and he's so diabetes. He has so much diabetes. <laughs> he is so diabetes. He's That's gay, what I was he's say. diabetes. I am, I am sort of the industry now. <laughs> and, What's um, an industry plant, by the way? Because I've heard that thrown around a lot. Is industry that plant? Yeah, I have never not heard, heard that. that Is word. it a diabetes that thing, or are we just yeah. taking a hard left? Into Alex, like, get on the mic. Uh, it's like an artist. I think it's generally done in music more than anything. But it's like um, someone who appears all their branding appears to be like an authentic, spontaneous growth, but they actually had like a lot of. Or at least some degree of industry support by Oh them. yeah, that's Sam. So Sam's like <laughs> a really <laughs> Sam's like an industry plant for comedy. Okay, now what do they call someone who has had so much spontaneous growth but no one refuses but no one acknowledges it? You literally were on Comedy Central. You shot a special with Don't Tell. JFL asked you to headline the festival. He was a new face, you were a JFL headliner. They also well, okay, fine. No, but there there's like so much there's so much more that you deserve and have almost gotten and then not oh, gotten. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, just the way that the industry has ignored you is like clearly 
offensive, sexist, homophobic. Oh, I, I don't care. I want to move on. Yeah, yeah. Like, like really bad. But I can just, I just jump I in just and wanna... say that? Sexism, homophobia. These are things that I have spent my whole career championing against because homophobia for me is. By we the way, don't when cut I'm off on this the podcast, and I just let him go. I feel like uh, I feel like lesbians will get this reference, but maybe this is just a homophobic thing to say. But you know when you're running a tough mutter, and <laughs> <laughs> that's and what the, I call having sex with Jen. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> that's what I call eating ass. <laughs> riff. But that's what I call diabetes. <laughs> really brave. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. You. Thank um, you. But you know when you're, there's, you're running a Tough Mudder and they have all those, there's the area you have to run through with the electric shock things. No. Maybe we could pull up an image of this or something. I don't know if this is like oh, one of those I, podcasts I would where love you're to like, get pull one up, of those. Alex, pull up yeah, an image. Alex, <laughs> pull up an image of a I know you can't pull up an image, but can we get to a point where we're pulling up images and we can put it into the OBS and get it in the in like the edit? But anyway, there's these can like hanging electrical this? shock things and you have to run through them and basically like avoid them and not get bogged down. And that's like me with saying problematic things on this podcast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I try and like You're just run through these. I'm like, Holmes is non-binary. And then I just start sprinting and I'm like, oh fuck, I, I, hope, I hope I don't get bogged down. And, and just I'm here in the corner just sort of like following you, but trying not to get dirty. <laughs> you know, I'm just like looking at him, <laughs> avoiding mud. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly, oh, wow. exactly. You know what would have been a quicker one? The meme where you're dodging the lasers. Yeah, or, yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible. Right, Mission Impossible lasers. That's another good example. A little uh, more word economy, economy. but Tough Mudder, tough obviously, Mudder more lesbian. Funny. Yes, gayer. Far more lesbian. Tough Mudder is a hilarious phrase. Great phrase, yeah. Tough Mudder. Yeah, that should be in a joke. Yeah, it really should. Um, But thank you for being here, Lucas. My, my straight bait. <laughs> My straight bait, luring in problematic phrases, kind of like straight bait. I think is sounds like what they're gonna call when straight men masturbate in the future. <laughs> straight, straight baiting. Straight baiting. Yeah. But thank you for being here to co-host. Thanks for having me. Um, sorry about the soundboard. It's okay. Thank you for sitting on my face. You're welcome. Um, anything you want to plug? Uh, LucasZelnick.com. I'm actively on tour. They keep sending me to bigger and bigger comedy clubs without any capacity to sell the seats in there. This When does this come out? Mm. Not this weekend. It might come out. If it comes out, let me just tell you, I just had the worst weekend at the Tempe Improv you have ever heard of. <laughs> if this doesn't come out this weekend, it, I, listen, I'm going right now in the present, which is not the present for you. But for, is for me. They understand I am how going, podcasts work. <laughs> I am going. I don't. The, I actually <laughs> think this is worth doing. I'm oh, okay, going to. You think they know how podcasts work? I know. Nobody knows how anything works. Yes. I, it was. It is kind. Of, never mind. I on. will have gone, but I am not yet having gone to the Tempe Improv, where I have to move 1,600 seats what in a market that? where a not a not yet having <laughs> I will, gone. I will not yet have gone at this time next week. <laughs> I yeah. know what I'm saying is confusing. All I'm saying is, I need people at my shows, okay? The lesbian, here, here's the thing is, I have. Um, yeah, but if you want to go to the show, you got to solve the fucking riddle of when it is. Good luck. <laughs> well, we have, we have this. He uh, does sound like a bridge troll. <laughs> He's like a straight when bridge will troll. I yet not have gone to the Tempe Improv. <laughs> what crawls but doesn't walk? Anyway, why is no one coming? <laughs> I will say I have, a, and I don't think I can say this word. So you'll do you need to, to do jumping it. jacks? I do, but get I'm up not and going do your jumping to. jacks. Just go. To, do it. Do it while go I'm to talking. that corner of the room. No, 
And do your jumping jacks. No, I. but also I like. I don't want to do jumping jacks. Please don't make me do jumping jacks. I can just wait for my insulin to hit in. Oh, okay. It's, it, sometimes I do jumping jacks because jumping jacks bring down my blood sugar, so I randomly start doing them because it's quicker than giving myself insulin. Or you can just give yourself insulin and then wait for the insulin and to hit, so which is what most people do. And he's so fit and hot and he just breaks mm. out into spontaneous right. And also exercise. I'm trying wow. to get fit so Ashley will touch me one day. <laughs> 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 it's, it is your it is your physical body that Ashley is turned off by. That's I know. Yeah. If I look like Jen. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Okay. Okay. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really this is the most important part of the podcast for you. I'm sorry. No. Sorry. Um, wait. Please, please go on with your. Riddle. I was gonna say something about the. Uh, oh, this is what I was gonna say, but I think you're probably gonna have to bleep it out because I don't think I can say the D word. Can I say that? I probably can't say the D Dyke? word. Dyke? Yeah. Okay. Clip this. I am giving Lucas explicit, explicit permission. <laughs> I'm not here. In this context, <laughs> a one-time pass. One time? For, That's so unfair. For this moment. Wait, I can't. What? Once I get started, I want to rip it all day. <laughs> you be grateful, you straight piece of shit. <laughs> You, she's giving you something that no other straight people get, and you say one time? Yeah, I feel like I deserve at least two. Okay, how many do you this need? Is, wait, this is a pause. Can time I out? say a mean joke that should get cut out? Yeah. This is how you know he's a trust fund kid, because he's like. <laughs> <laughs> leave it in. Yeah, I'll leave it in. Leave it in. Yeah, seriously. Especially if I'm about to say the D word. You might want to take all, all the shots you can. Well, let's see I if you it. really need to say it. No, I don't need to say it. I just feel it. You just. You, why do you want to call me a dyke? Here's the thing. Is After you speak, I'll say dyke for you at the moment you need it to be said. Okay, I don't think you're going to really know the moment that I want to say. But Let's try it. Every show that I have, there's like the whole oh. audience, and then there's a fucking dyke. corner, and you you can just see them. <laughs> it's, a, it's two old school. Dykes. And they are... <laughs> There's two just really? just super old school Ford Mustang driving Dykes. who just are sitting in the back of the comedy club. And I'm telling you, these Faggots! Oh my god. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Are just in the back of the club and they're having a great time and it's and they're wearing fedoras and they have um like pins. Yeah. Uh, and then they come up to my meet and greet line and I'm like, those Dikes. are from Ashley Gavin. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so that's why I, first of all, I want to say thank you to the, to bottom nation really for coming out to support my shows. And <laughs> thank that's you why bottom I, nation. That's why I also want to say, if you'd like to come to any future shows, I promise these Dikes. will have a great time at my show. And, <laughs> uh, and even though they're, that, I'll say this as the dike, I give you a, a dike guarantee. That if you go to either of these guys' shows, yeah. it's going to be no, dyke friendly and you're going to have the best time. <laughs> Lesbians like me more than they like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, My actually, solo show about trauma is honestly what you well, want you're, from Ashley. <laughs> you're, you're more of a safe space for comedy than I am, for sure. Oh, totally. absolutely. Well, yeah. and I found this at your shows, but I, I go up after a lot of... Dykes. And uh, I, I do <laughs> I have a couple notes on this bit when <laughs> I can faggots. get in. And faggots. <laughs> no, but when I go up after like a queer we comic. We had a deal. I do, I do find that this is like, and we were talking about this, like kind of in, internalized 
homophobia by the gay community. I can't believe I'm accusing the gay community of being homophobic no, on this podcast. We've had this discussion. But you, the queer comics get held to a higher account on they your do. show than I do because I come on and I'm like, what are your pronouns? And everyone's like, ah, this guy's the best guy right. ever. And then one of you guys does it and it's like, first of all, not a laugh line at all. And second of all, it's like, yeah, you better fucking ask. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. But that almost makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Queer comedians are held to a far... Women are held to a far higher standard. Well, well it makes no, sense, but, because, but I don't think it's reasonable. But, but there, you... Right, I agree. I don't we're think all it's, just... In the, in the full course of things, either we should be held to a more aggressive standard, or ideally we could all be treated similarly. Yeah, <laughs> ideally. In an ideal world. But if you're... <laughs> I was about to say an expert on gun control. Why not make this as, <laughs> you know... Um, complicated yeah, as it has to be. Bring it back to AR-15. On, on gun control. Yes. And then you say something about AR-15s that is just like flat out incorrect. People are going to be like, we hold you to a higher standard because, and so what I'm saying is gay yeah. people, oh, you are the representation, so you are supposed to do a good job. But, but no, having, just because we know more. Yeah. And also we're a part of the community. So if I say something hurtful to another person, yes. then I feel like it's, it's like I should know better. And also I might even be like more conscious about what I'm doing. But I, I think that's true when it's come when it comes to like pronouns and stuff like that. But then I think there are actual jokes right. that men get away with. Yes. All the time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. But also I do think that we need to have the patience to educate straight men because Here's the thing is I've had so many trans friends and you might have never had any trans Lucas friends. Lucas has so many oh trans friends. I am Wait, overloaded no, with trans friends. With, it's for like example, frustrating. those pants has obviously never had a trans friend before because, you know. And so like we need to, we actually need to have like the patience to teach them. You know, I just want to say this is if you've ever run a Tough mutter, <laughs> there are these like electric shock things hanging down from, and me trying to get through the day without saying hi to one of my trans friends. <laughs> it's like that. I'm just, this, I'm overloaded and surrounded by you trans friends. You didn't ask to say the D word once. You would have said it 45 times. <laughs> <laughs> well, once we fell into the bed, I was like, this seems yeah, like yeah, yeah. the best also, solution for all of us. Very clearly could have not used it at all. No, the only phrase I no, wanted to say. No, he needed me to do that. Can I have my one? Yeah. Is Dyke Corner. Dyke Corner is hilarious. Just because it, it is like it's Play like onwards. it's almost like the comedy club seats them in a special area because they're so lesbian. Because I have lesbian That's people so on my funny. show, but then there are Dykes. Yeah. Oh, and lucasonic.com to come to one of those shows. I never said that. That's where all my tour dates are. I never finished that. I do have a mailing list, all that shit, all the classic Ashley shit. You can find all my information at lucasonic.com. Um, just one more time, my credits. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, are you listening to our Patreon exclusive, You're Having Gay Sex? Well, here's a sneak peek of what you missed last week. We are now naked and start having sex. And I feel something like wet near me ass. I thought she was trying to stick a finger up my ass. So I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I realized both her hands were occupied. And her dog is right behind me. <laughs> no! Her dog was licking my ass and trying to get closer to my vagina. Eiffel towering with a dog and being like, high five. <laughs> <laughs> there are four bonus episodes a month of this series, You're Having Gay Sex, on our Patreon at the $10 tier and then two at the $5 tier. Patreon.com slash WHGS. 
Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things, and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming, and i just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do. I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I wanted, you know, obviously I went on your podcast and I talked a little bit about what happened to me over the summer with like the cancellation and stuff like that. And I realized uh, like a week ago that like I just need to get kind of get this off this off my chest so I can like move on um, and everybody can move on. Yeah. Why don't I take the lead? So (laughs) why don't I start us off? I, I like. Talk to my patrons and my community about like their biggest questions that I like wanted to hit them. But I think the first thing I need to say is like, it took me so long to talk about this and it took me so long to post my apology because when this all started, um, I, I got these like death threats and these threats on my shows and kind of verbal harassment and my, I got doxxed and my girlfriend got doxxed. But now that we've moved away from like the safety issues, I feel like I can finally speak on it. And before I do, I just want to say my apology still stands. It, it's going to feel a little bit different than what I said now that I'm revealing the details. But, like, I am sorry to Olivia. I'm sorry I humiliated her. And the, I think that's, like, the most important thing that people know, like, these two pieces. You're also getting hit from all angles in the aftermath of that. So it's like you're getting doxxed. You have, like, people telling you to kill yourself all the time, like, so much because— Obviously, any good advocate of mental health would do that. Uh, would, would reach out to you, go, go. She did something bad for mental health. Well, the best thing I can do is try and see if I can get her to kill herself. And that would have been the funniest thing I could have done. Yeah, for me to kill myself, I mean, would have been the most yes. hilarious possible response. Uh, um, and I did think about it. But you're getting inundated. You have oh, like, I know. You have like. <laughs> I mean, you were there. You you saw me. Yeah. You saw me at my absolute lowest point. Yeah. And I mean, this was really hard to watch you go through. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like build up sympathy. Like the big thing was the safety of me, the safety of my family and the safety of my fans. And like, I did have to hire extra security. 
you know. You heard it here first, extra security. So Ashley's solution <laughs> to problematic statements is the cops. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that wow. was a really, wow. that was Ashley. a really interesting. You know, personally, I've always been an ACAB guy myself, but wow. <laughs> Very hard to find security who is not a cop or an ex-cop, yeah. by the way. There's no like, oh. there's no dykes you can yeah. hire. Yeah, you're calling like, security. Unproblematic cop. Oh my god, can we hang up the phone? <laughs> you're like, like, I'm just trying to do a liberal solution. It's it's so funny. Um, but anyway, so at every single show, I do a kind of trigger warning at the top of the show, where I do a bunch of satirical jokes. I explicitly say to the audience, these are satire, and one of those jokes is, if you didn't laugh at that kill yourself. If you thought that was sincere, double kill yourself. No one is pro-suicide. Tweet that I'm pro-suicide. I will retweet it because no one is pro-suicide. That's, that's sort of the joke. That was one of the things that got clipped out of context. They, the thing that got clipped was just, I am pro-suicide. And that like kind of went viral. Um, yeah. And you're saying tweet it, which is fair. Yeah. I mean, you're begging people. I did. And uh, turns out they that did. was a mistake. Um, <laughs> turns out if you beg people to go, if you say I'm pro-suicide and if you really believe that, go fucking tweet that Ashley Gavin said she's pro-suicide. It turns out some people are like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, when I was telling this joke in Indianapolis, uh, I got a heckle uh, during that suicide bit. Uh, someone yelled out, I tried. And I wasn't sure who that person was. Um, and I ignored it. I later in my set came back out on stage, got heckled again. And this is where the audio online doesn't capture some stuff. As this heckler, you know, Olivia was yelling, I shook my head and I, I flipped her off. That was my nonverbal warning to be like, please stop. And then that's when I let out the first kill yourself. Let out. In the, As if it was a burp. <laughs> uh, kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, if you listen to the audio, that one's like a lot softer. It's very flippant. I also want to say soft for you, which when you uh, clip something and take it out of context, seems very hard. Especially when yeah. it's just audio and you can't see that I'm smiling. Yeah, that's also true. I, I do think that's a really good point. Ashley, if you've never been to the shows, <laughs> Ashley is going fucking nuts up there the whole time, regardless yeah. of what she's saying. <laughs> Everything is crazy at an Ashley Gavin show. Everyone's going fucking nuts the whole time. She's murdering in terms of um, like the actual laughter. Like most comedy shows, there's like a discernible cadence. It's laugh, pause, 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 laugh, pause, 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 laugh, 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 pause, pause, pause. And Ashley shows are just like, <gasps> <laughs> the whole fucking I mean, I like time. to kill. Yeah. I, I love to kill. Well, no, I think a lot of the times it's a lot of fun, but it's just like Ashley goes ham on everything and does not back down on anything. I think it's part of why people like me. Yeah, I agree. Um, but anyway, so the second time when she yelled, I tried, I put together that this was the same person. Um, her body language was very positive and, and she was sort of smiling and because of who I am, I thought that what this meant was a positive inner. People come to get roasted at my shows. You know what I mean? I will so say, like, we are in a context where our job is to make light of anything that's happening. Our job yeah. is, there is no, and there are certain comics who are masterful at living in silence for longer, you know? Yeah, um, I'm not, that's but, not me. But that, but the traditional stand-up 
you don't want any silence. You want laughter as frequently as possible, as often as possible. And having a sincere moment where someone goes, I've tried, and you go, well, hold on, let's talk about that. That's really serious. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not a joke. Your mental health is important, first and foremost. That's just not well, what, what happens at a stand-up comedy no, show. No, it, it's not. And the if you are triggered during a stand-up comedy show, the number one thing that you can do to get attention to that trigger is to yell, to continue yelling. The number one way you can stop it is by getting up and, and leaving the room. I have had people get triggered, get up, leave the room, and come back five minutes later. Yeah. Um, really triggered. Like, someone was reminded, I do a joke about babies having this instinct to swim. Yeah. He was reminded of his son who drowned, and he got up, he left, he came back. Um, I checked in on him, actually. I was like, you good? And he was like, yeah, I just went to the bathroom. And we actually talked about it after the show. Yeah. Um, really sweet guy. Being um, Interacting with a comedian, live, unscripted, in front of a major crowd, is uncomfortable. Even if you're having a good time. Yeah, it's like even a roller if you're coaster. having a, a, a good time. That's what crowd work is, is it's people oversharing because they are in an uncomfortable position and someone making fun of it. That is the social contract of a stand-up comedy show. And that's yeah. just what happens there. If you don't want that, you probably shouldn't be you there. Sh and if you realize when you're already there that all of a sudden you don't want that, to Ashley's point, remove yourself from the situation. But living in it and trying to solve it that way, you're trying to solve it in the context. You're trying to have a, a real world interaction yes. during a, a play. Yes. And yeah. one of the people is playing a character. Yes. And look, I don't want to say, Olivia's feelings of humiliation and feeling like I didn't take her seriously, I, I think those are valid. She has every right to feel like this interaction went horribly. Yeah. We were playing by different rules. Now, personally, from her body language and her face, I really did not read her as being upset. I yeah. I read her as joking with me. Yeah. And I just want to make super clear, I did give the nonverbal warning. I gave the satire warning at the top of the show. And I miss, I, worst case scenario, I misunderstood what she was trying to communicate with me. Then they cut the audio out of this. They actually mischaracterized this audio. I then started roasting other people in the room which they said was about her and her friend as they were leaving the show. And also with the audio, you can't hear Olivia yelling because of where the microphone is placed in the room and the roar of the laughter of the crowd. I, I would never, ever, ever engage with someone who is just like silent. Like that's just not something that I would do and I want people to know that. So when I realized she was upset and she was leaving, I offered the refund and I apologized. After she left, I attempted to offer, offer the refund and talk with Olivia after the show. And then after that, her friend left, I offered to the server, please get them a refund if they want to talk to me after the show. Like, I, I just, I want everyone to know that I, I did my best to, to solve this in the room. I've had crowd work interactions that felt like, oh, I didn't feel so great about that one. And I always try to solve them in the room. And another thing that was cut from the audio is like, I did, I did say to her after I was done, I was like, you know, those are jokes, right? And I did the same thing to the other people who I was roasting, you know, in the room. It's an imperfect dynamic. You're like, I, I can never, the number of times I've been doing crowd work and I'm like, oof, I'm being a little aggressive right now. And then I'll check in with them and I'll be like, yeah. is this too much? And they're like, totally fine. This is why I'm yes, here. Yes, yes. And then vice versa, the number of times when I've done it and I'm like, oh, I'm being totally tame. And then all of a sudden I see them like five minutes later. 
and they're like arms crossed having a bad time. Yeah. And I, I've actually come back to people and been like, did I piss you off? Yeah, I've done that and, too. And, and sometimes the answer is yes. And it's like, <sighs> yeah, well, fucking yeah. I mean, I guess in hindsight, that makes sense. I said a lot of insane shit you would never, ever say to a stranger, but it is in the context of this thing we're doing. Yeah. You know, um, at the end of the show, I felt very strange because I couldn't understand what had happened. Like with trying to offer the refund, trying to say, I'll talk to you after the show, all of those things. I went and was able to find their Instagrams because they had tagged me in a story. And when I, I was like, maybe this woman is not familiar with my work. And I went and looked at her profile and I saw, oh, she doesn't follow any of my podcast hosts. She doesn't follow any of my friends. Like, I wonder if she just saw one clip and decided to come to this show. And when I looked at her stories, uh, I saw that she was kind of out having a good time. And that, that kind of hit me weird because I was like, I had asked the server, I was like, did they want the refund? And the server was like, no. I was like, did they say anything? And they said just that they were sad. The whole thing left this feeling on me of like, I'm not sure what to do. But I knew that I viewed their stories and that they were gonna see that. And I didn't want it to escalate. Like, oh, she's looking at her stories, you know. <laughs> so this was perhaps the dumbest thing I've ever done. But I know that if you block someone and unblock them, it won't show that you saw their story according to Google. So I did that. And then the next week I had um, a couple medical things going on. I just, it just kind of, I just spaced on it. And then I was, you know, a few days later, the video came out and I was like, okay, well, now I, and then the, you know, the, I got doxxed literally the morning that the, the video came out. So it just was a total whirlwind yeah. after that. And I'm so sorry that I, I, if there's anything I wish I had done differently, I wish I had just immediately sent a message being like, hey, you know, like I said in the room, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean, mean to. I mean to hurt your feelings. Like, do you want that refund? I wish I had offered another time. Yeah. That, and I'm still sorry that I humiliated her. I never want to humiliate anybody. That's like the number one thing. But I will say, and I think this is like trying to find the silver lining. What I've realized from this is that I have known about people who like my online presence, who don't like my shows for a really long time. I've seen the Reddit threads. I started doing that satire warning up top as a way to mitigate for people who really didn't understand my comedy. And I don't mean that in a, a trivializing way. Yeah, my my like, comedy no, doesn't connect. My comedy doesn't connect for you. And I, I know this to be true because so many of my fans are not even old enough to have attended comedy clubs regularly. So they are unfamiliar with the culture. And a lot of them admittedly are like, I never used to watch comedy until you. This is a very frequent thing that I hear. So I don't think it's surprising that so many people who enjoy my podcast content, they might not like my standup. I'm not ashamed of that. But I think there was part of me that was almost scared of that reality. And now that this whole thing has happened, I've noticed that there's been a divide between the people who are more, you know, they know more about comedy and the people who don't. And then the people who have seemed to stick around are the people who understand this culture a little bit more. And that ultimately has been positive. And it's made me think, what do you really wanna do? Do you wanna be a clip machine? 
do you want to just make gay kind of influencer lifestyle gay content? And the answer is no. I'm here to be a comedian. And if that means that some people are going to walk away from my work, that's okay. And I hope they find a comedian that yeah. they love. Or enjoy the podcast or from enjoy- the safety of your armchair. <laughs> You know what I mean? But like, yeah. don't, I don't know why I said armchair, like they're 80. They, 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 yeah. <laughs> they don't own an armchair. From dude. the safety they of your hospice. They got a couch off the street. <laughs> Be in your hospice at the at the age of 95, having li- looking back on your life. No, but like I, because I always say this to people because I have the same thing. Well, you have the same thing. You, you have the because same thing. Because if you are 23 or younger right now, you probably couldn't have been yeah, old enough club. to get into a comedy club before the pandemic, which yeah. means you probably haven't been to a comedy club. And then there was an explosion of comedy in short form. And on- more heckling than ever. Oh, totally. More heckling. I mean, like, I'm sure you've noticed this. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I still do a lot of colleges. And yeah. they're worse than they were before the yeah. pandemic by far. And people don't. Un- and so I, I, the other thing is I'm like, you sometimes you get in the room and people just, it's clear they haven't thought through. Like they've been watching these clips and scrolling them from the safety of their armchair. <laughs> and then, they're lazy boy. And then they're the, massive reclining massage built in refrigerator. Exactly. Lazy boy. Or from, from the comfort of their gender non-conforming uh, co-op, co-op in Berkeley, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Um, and and we love and vegan, which <laughs> vegan and beautiful are synonyms to me. So I said beautiful, but I meant vegan. Um, but uh, and when uh, I say vegan, I mean beautiful. <laughs> quite literally, you're looking vegan today. Um, but I, uh, I, I, all I can say is sometimes I have to actually say to these people, I'm like, you know, in the clips when people are laughing. Tonight, that's you. <laughs> so you got to show up yeah. as the people who laugh tonight because sometimes people are like sitting there like, okay, well, when's the show going to start? And I'm like, yeah. you're the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Culturally, we're in a different time. This went a little longer than I wanted to, but I think what I'm trying to get across is like, when I heard the audio, I was like, that's disturbing. And I know, sorry, I saw this. I saw this one clip of a young lady who, maybe a young, I don't know, young person who was leaving their home and bawling because, you know, she wasn't mentally super doing very well. She said she was homeless. All her stuff was in her car. And she was so disturbed by the audio that she just made this video crying to camera. The fact that the apologies and the contextualization was taken out meant a lot of people were really triggered by this. I was triggered. Like, I, when I heard it, I was like, and without me, without knowing that I tried to silently communicate, without seeing my smile, without seeing me turn to other people, without seeing any of that, it's disturbing. And um, I'm really sorry if you got hurt by this. I'm, I'm, and I'm still very sorry to Olivia as well. Um, but I just want people to know that this story that she wooed and then I screamed at her for like five minutes is just not how it happened and not true to who I am. I don't know. Maybe I'll cut this part, but. No, I mean, it was like here, like I said this to you last night, like when I heard the audio, I was like, this is unlike anything I've ever heard from you before. Yeah. It was like, it it was upsetting. It, you know, obviously it was like 
a mistake. It was a misjudgment. And you went too far. Oh, yeah. I definitely took it to 11. And, you know, you immediately recognize that on stage. You recognize that now. And um, that's that's an important part of this. I've, I've pulled up this uh, TikTok clip of me telling some guy to kill himself. Uh, can I play it? I love that you're just going to, like, do this and nothing is going to happen to you. Well, it's it's also it is a little different because we do we go it's J like and me. Not well, listen. Do you want to listen to it? It's pretty short. It's under. Yeah, a let's hear it. Okay, the guy heck the guy was. Oh, we're testing the national emergency alert system. Ashley Gavin told someone to kill herself. <laughs> <laughs> the cancellation continues <laughs> right here on we're having guests. I I just I just panicked because I was like. Oh, I haven't heard this glucose monitor alert. <laughs> I am dying. Um, yeah, no, it's just sort of funny. I mean, this guy was really like ruining the show and and trying to, um, but uh, it it was it was I think pretty uh, pretty funny. Um, While you find that, I'll just continue. And I think basically all I was going to say was that it was really hard. It's I'm biased because I know you. Because you're my best friend and I love you so much and I know your heart and I know that you would never do something like that on purpose. <laughs> I mean, you would never, I mean, make that, I've never seen you make that kind of mistake before. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I love you wholly. And and that is is something that it's really disgusting, Sam, to be talking about my asshole during this. I'm trying to say I love your gaping hole. Thank you. And um, and I hate women's holes. Yeah, as an I. Ally. You know that that's that's basically it. It was just like obviously, you know, it was. Yeah, it was there hard. were moments in the crowd work where I was like, I need to just like this is too much on her. I need to distribute. Like I I knew it was not like my best. It happened so fast and there was so much. Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention, there was no security at the show. So there was shouting from the audience, from me. It was escalating so quickly. What I'm saying is like, it's hard, it was hard for me because I know you um, and, and it, people don't know you. And if you don't know you and you just hear that, it sounds awful. And to just to know you and know the context and know that you would never do something like that, and I mean, you know, the ways that you've been there for me and our friendship, I know that like how empathetic and, um, you know, just how <laughs> much of a beautiful person you are. <laughs> Sam I and know, I have been, this Sam now and I have been like through I, a lot you together. Like, I, this now sounds like you, you asked me to say this during no, this. No, 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 I didn't. I obviously Keep going. just came Finish on the this script. Fun. Yeah, no, I, and so, um. It was just like it was it was just hard for me to know you that way and see you go through this. And, you know, there was a lot of um, just a lot of hurt that came out of this. And it was it was confusing and it was painful. Yeah, and I, I honestly like I don't know how you have processed it because I still haven't processed it. And it's why I like haven't been talking as much during this section, because like it's hard to understand. There's so many rules that we're like writing right now as a society when it comes to like online and uh, on online versus in person in general, but specifically in the comedy world. Um, and people don't know how to react yet. I mean, 
<laughs> okay, hard transition into gaping holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, it's, that's my gay sex from this week. I hope people know where my heart is and that, you know, I'm sorry. And um, yeah, it's a complicated kind of gray thing that happened. Sam, did you have gay sex this week? So I, I'll, I'll DJ this. There's a couple things. One is the um, time at uh, in, uh, IBC in Palm Springs where um, I learned how to like suck a dick underwater from a Let's professional fisherman. One. But the other one is that I've had sex with like so many priests. <laughs> I feel Wait, like we never a professional fisherman. Why does he know how, how to, to suck, suck a dick, dick underwater? He's, he's like not the, a fish. He's, he's like the way you, like... you catch. You, he's talked to fish about it. <laughs> he, way, he went, literally, the he way he like... said that was like from a fish. I learned how to <laughs> suck so a funny. dick. I didn't it's that. like he kills fish. He, so... he should be the last guy on earth that knows anything about sucking dick underwater. <laughs> so the way that you so a grouper are really easy to catch, but Maki, you do have to like fellatio a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how do you think I catch those fish? <laughs> the way the way you, you gotta kind of wine and dine some of them. This fish is a catch. <laughs> sustainable fishing is actually just sucking the dicks of fish until, until they come, so they're like sedated, and then you like break their necks. <laughs> oh my god, that was vivid, actually. Yeah, I suck them into a a, a, a comatose type state, a false I, state of security. Yes, and then I break their C four vertebrae. <laughs> Specific. Which one do you think is more so fun to talk about? He know like breathing exercises. So like he was like teaching me. Why is the fisherman also a yoga instructor? Well, no, because to, <laughs> to be underwater, I like how I'm getting really serious. I'm like, no, he knows how to suck dick underwater. Yeah, I really I'm, like, I'm like, one thing I know about fishing, like traditional fishing is you're definitely in the air for it. You do not have to be underwater. You have a rod and everything. The rod goes underwater. So he was you a are in the air. deep sea fisherman. Which means he had Lucas to- is like on my yacht. <laughs> I was gonna we say we have a harpoon. Oh, as someone that's been deep sea fishing, that just means you are in the air in the deep sea fishing. But it's like you're sort of in the it helicopter mean- above the <laughs> yacht, yeah. and then there's like there's the boy on the yacht. What well, we gets do is fish. we take we take a private jet and we just drop nukes on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we fish. Fish in a barrel. <laughs> Fish in an ocean. Fish in an ocean. An ocean's a barrel if you own it. Deep sea fishing. You mean going to Bonefish Grill? Is that what he did? <laughs> um, but he like knew how to like hold his breath underwater for like you know a very long time. So he was like, I, I honestly I forget most of the tips at this point. But it was like no pun intended. About, like, but I think this really? guy might have been catfishing you. I think he might have just wanted to blow you underwater. Oh no! For sure. Like, we all blowed each other. Who blew? <laughs> wait, who, who's we all? Oh yeah, so that's the other thing. Is You're on a full excursion. There's, 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 there's the fishermen. Why were you with a group of fishermen at a hotel in Palm Springs? Can we start there? Why were there fishermen in Palm Springs? It's landlocked. <laughs> it's the desert. Which is so Why disappointing, were, by the way. Yes. Like I've looked into going to Palm Springs. Why would anyone want to go? Oh, there? it's gorgeous. Oh, you must come to my okay, puppy's well, house in Palm Springs. Okay, well, explain why anyone would want to go 8, there. It is eight thousand square feet, and I go every Passover, and it's lovely. Oh my god, I feel like people. Uh, you you talk about being rich more than I talk about being gay, which yeah. is a lot. <laughs> rich is my gay. <laughs> That's should we start a podcast <laughs> called Rich is Rich my is gay? my rich gay? Is my gay? <laughs> I'd be down. Um. Uh, I'm like, I'm like genuinely getting frustrated by you guys. Um, I really just want you to respect my deep sea fisherman blowjob daddy. And you keep making jokes. Um, but yeah, it was actually, it was very, it was, it was more 
educational than you think. He was like, we we like practiced and I got good at underwater blowjobs. So huh. what are the, for the people listening who want to do an underwater blowjob, yeah. yes. what do what we need know? to know? I don't remember. I remember, so I, I remember um, there was a lot. There was a lot about noses in there. We, why don't you remember the UWBJ? But like, I, I did get a lot better. I'll just text him and ask him, and then I'll come you, back on. UWBJ sounds like something related to the University of Washington. It's, oh, I was gonna say it sounds like a like a climate collective. Like the UWBJ. the UWBJ just announced that if we don't clean up our fossil fuel emissions, the whole city of Manhattan will be underwater. The UWBJ years. just said that deep sea fishermen are going to need to learn how to breathe underwater because <laughs> the sea level is rising. It the sounds, oh, no, go. It sounds like, um, am a, uh, no. It also sounds like a, a pro Israel super PAC. Yes. UWBJ. Yes. Like, like the, today the UWBJ announced that it will be fully taking Palestinians out of the West Bank. <laughs> it sounds like if you're too gay for the bar. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It also sounds like a very like culty university. It sounds like a cat. It sounds like Brigham Young's sister that is even mm, more yeah. culty. Well, at the UWBJ, you learn how to UWBJ because you're going to have a husband soon and you need to keep him. Yeah. You need to keep him happy. That's yeah. He's right. got a lot of wives. Yes. What are you doing to spice this up? What are you, are you doing the UWBJ? Does he have a pool? Yeah. And if so, may you be able to differentiate yourself. I'm really upset with myself that I didn't get more UWBJ and riffs in. I'm going to spend like- You're with two of the best riffers. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> so, so I'm going to take that chair of your face with me. You can. I have another one. Oh. <laughs> that was a quick response. True response at that. <laughs> you can have a whole other hotel just well, you can, with my face on it. You can't take the frame, but you can take the pillow. <laughs> um, is, this, was there any completion? This event is, in the is pool. pretty interesting because it's a it's a bear pool party, and I had never been to anything like this. It was like this mansion, and you go in, and like on the outside, everyone's just like socializing. It's like old gay men, so they're like legitimately just like talking about florals and then you go into the pool and like the pool is the orgy and it's it's very hunger gamesy it's like in the pool and and no one's even paying attention to all these underwater blowjobs on the outside is literally just like oh wasn't brunch last thursday just dandy and then in the pool is but if just, you were to look under the water it's just uwbj not city. even under the water was there completion happening in the pool yes so his dick soup, that? as Wanda Sykes once said. It was said. disgusting. Was it floating? Does it? Does that? Does spunk? Why float? are you looking at me? Whoa, Ashley, calm down. <laughs> never seen that anger from you, except for never mind. <laughs> no, um, it actually doesn't float if it's inside my asshole. Okay. But if it weren't inside your asshole? No, I didn't get fucked in the pool. I actually have never uh, com finished in, in a pool. Lube is, is hard in a pool. Yeah, no, people yeah. were figuring it out though. You know, yeah. we solved that riddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, thank you, Sam. That was graphic and really funny. Mm. Thank you. Let's go to, now this is the moment I've been waiting for. Yeah. This is what I thought would dominate the podcast. Yeah. But we well, don't we have can, a ton of time left. We don't have a ton of time to talk about it. This is my gayness, my gay adjacency. So I had a, well, I was telling Lucas Ashley confided this, gay thoughts in me the other day. So I had some gay thoughts, like probably, I want to say now, probably about a month ago. And here was, here was the bind I was in. And I can't get too specific about who this person was. But basically, Off limits. there was one man in my life who I've ever met who's gay, who made me tingle a little bit. 
Oh my God. This is so funny because it's just like, uh, I've been 11. You know, <laughs> like, I went I've through this so long. I know. Like, Ashley like laughed at me and then I kind of felt bad because I thought I was confiding something no, and, and Ashley was like, I'm darling, saying, you're it's nothing. It's going to be hard for me <laughs> to like, I am was I was commenting on me being an asshole in this situation. What you're doing oh, is see. like perfectly. Well, so what oh, I said I'm to laughing her, because I'm like, do you know how many people I've been that for them? Oh, we all are on different Tough no, all of us are thinking about ourselves. I was like, I'm her. You're like, I'm an asshole. And she's like, I'm famous. And uh, <laughs> we were all lost. What was famous. <laughs> was, was famous. Was famous. Um, so I, well, here's what happened. is er, So when I was really high off of an edible, I would feel a little tingly towards men. So one Men night, generally or the one man? One man. One thought. Yeah. But I think in general, like when I was high. Who is completely off limits. So one night I'm very high and I decide, I'm like, let me go down this path mentally. Do you know what I mean? Which and you are very strong to do, Lucas. Well, first of all, I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, I forget it knocked at the door and I opened the door and I saw it there and I was deciding whether to let it in. <laughs> and I was like, come it on in. It being the yeah. gay thoughts. Yes. It being the gay thoughts. I was like, come on in. Come, come join me for a little bit. So it joined me. And this is how, this is basically the level of vagueness. I said, I, it to I was about to be a cunt and be like, say like, oh my, like, uh, just like, of course I've done. But then I realized like, oh, I kept those thoughts inside for a decade. <laughs> so I can't be the one to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. obviously you should fr confront those, you bigot. My, my also, my take on gayness historically in my life has been this. I don't know what level of gay I am. Obviously it's a spectrum, but because I'm straight enough that I enjoy being straight, I was like, why? Why go there? Why figure any sure, of that out? Yeah. Right. What's if you're ninety five percent straight, yeah. What's yeah. The I point? was just like, I legitimately love women. I love having sex with women. So why figure out if there's a little? Yeah. And a lot of men get there, and then they get married, and then they have a wife for twenty years, and then they're fifty. They get divorced yep. from that wife, and then I have sex with them. <laughs> totally. And I was like, I'm really looking forward to the future of you too. I was just like, I was like, I want to just practice what I preach here, which is like, we're all fluid and we're all open. I was like, so let me, so I let the thought in and Ashley, by the way, I'm telling Ashley this. And she's like, looking at me with like the blankest face as if I'm saying like I was counting sand. And I was like, Ashley, what I'm saying is like, I masturbated to this gay thought. And she was oh. like, she was like, I know. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, I thought that was a big literally, thing. Literally, Why? as soon as you said that you got high, yeah. I was like, Lucas came to a man. Like, like, oh, really? Immediately in my brain. Yeah, of course. Oh, interesting. Of course. So, so I did this. So then I followed it. I don't believe that fantasy necessarily represents what you actually want to do. Well, this is what the, this is how we got into this whole broader discussion about a whole surplus and a whole shortage is I was, so I followed this for probably like three or four days about a month ago. And then kind of as quickly as it had come into my head, it just sort of vanished. Like I've tried to get back there, not tried intensely hard, but I've kind of walked down that road again, yeah. looking for the, the shadows that I once found on that road and the, the light <laughs> like is the different. Green Day song. Yeah. Like I think gayness, my gayness is like a plant that I had to water and I watered it for a couple of days and it started to grow. And then I kind of forgot to water it for a little bit cause I was on the road. I'm going to Tempe 
And uh, <laughs> I, was, I had Tempe Going shows. eye to Tempe, he is. Going eye, maybe, to Tempe after this podcast has recorded or before. And, <laughs> um, and I forgot to water it, and then I came back to it, and the plant had, like, sort of died. And that, that... So what you're saying is gay conversion camps can work. But I was like, I had this guy. I was like, maybe would I ever fuck this one guy? But then I was like, I don't want... Here's the problem. You got two dicks. You got two guys, two dicks, four holes. Yeah? You know about this. No. Hole one, <laughs> mouth hole. Hole two, butthole. Oh, I thought hole it was an actual Hole three, mouth hole. Hole four, butthole. Yes. And I was like- Honestly, the, you, the numbers felt like, bad. Ashley was like, you could hook up with a guy and you don't have to put- I was like, I don't want anything going in any holes. I'm scared of that. And Ashley was like, well, you could hook up with a guy and you don't have to put anything in any holes. And I was like, I have a dick. Dicks find holes. You got two dicks. Uh-huh. You got four holes. Uh-huh. You got a whole surplus. In a free market uh-huh. society, uh-huh. no dicks are going on I've hold. been saying that. You Preach, are sister. supply and demand. Yes. You have more supply than you have demand. Mm-hmm. All of that demand will be satisfied. And so and that that's was why my... tops are so important to the community, you know? Yeah. Because of supply and demand. <laughs> that's why that, that was true. actually so, that was that was an underrated rap. No, that was really that good. Was, <laughs> tops are super yeah. important in the lesbian. Super... Much like Goodyear, tops supply a a function and lesbians, for the free market. We're working with Bitcoin. We're on a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, our yeah. currency is actually digital. It's not even it's yeah. not even the same. Without yeah. tops, the gay community digital just really currency. devolves digital into currency. <laughs> Digital currency. This deserves more. Digital currency. Oh, digital, digital currency. Digital currency. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, yep. yeah, I didn't. I also didn't. I didn't it. get that. I it feel like we're all really on in our own heads here. <laughs> well, I was certainly in my own head because this is like, you know, I said this to Ashley as though we're, we're some kind of big admission. And Ashley was like, didn't give a fuck. I gave a fuck. I was so supportive. Ashley said all queer people should die. And now you're part of that. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas, can I explain my reaction? Yes. When someone tells me their gay thoughts, I am like, I know. I am cool as a fucking cucumber. Yes. I am not going to, I am not going to influence this person's decision making. Yes. I'm going to hear them. I'm going to validate them. I'm going to treat it as real. Yeah. We have different strategies. (laughs) Because I am never going to push someone to do something sexually that maybe they're not ready to do. I'm there to listen. I'm there to make them feel Yeah, but when my friend's definitely gay and it's from like an identity perspective, I'm like, you're gay. Let's be gay. Let's go do gay things. I'm going to make you gay. Sure. And that's part of the agenda. That's why Republicans hate us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the weirdest part about all this is then the girl I was hooking up with asked me if I'd ever hook up with a guy and I told her this whole thing. I was like, well, I've had thoughts about it. I don't think I would really want to do it now, but I think life is long. I don't know that I would necessarily root it out. I was like, I know for a fact I'm not 100% straight. And she was like, God, it's so refreshing to hear you just not say that you're oh. like, bi. Because she oh. goes, every boy in Brooklyn tries to fucking queer bait their way into getting pussy by saying they're like so fully bi. That's so funny. And she's like pretending to be gay to get pussy. Yeah. She was like, she was like, it's so nice to hear you say you're what? mostly not gay. Because she was like, because I bet you and I bet you a lot of your listeners will similarly be like, oh, so what's this headline? That like a guy that previously pretended to be 100% straight is 99% straight. Meanwhile, every guy in the she, they pussy market, weird little guys this as we is, call them. I will say our listeners are from all over the fucking world. Yeah. This is true here in Bushwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, I, in uh, Iowa, in <gasps> Ohio. No. <gasps> yeah. Iowa. <laughs> well, I don't think Iowa is a real place. It's more of an idea, but I, I, get, yeah, I get what you're saying. You're using it as a metaphor. Yeah. The idea of Iowa. Iowa is a sort of 
corn country, middle of the road, great American concept. Yes. That is not real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's my gay sex, by the way, I guess, right? Oh, wait. What we need I to do is listener right in. Wait, what's the climax? What's the, sorry, you don't have to have, of no, course I, not. I, I was waiting for it. What's and then the he cum fucks in me. the pool? Is there, Did the cum float? <laughs> the UWBJ Association <laughs> has now announced that I am officially gay. <laughs> no, the climax isn't really, the, thank you. The, th the climax is, Ashley and I talked about this, and then I failed to water and nourish these gale, gale, gale thoughts, gale thoughts. I suggested that he fuck, fuck this person who's off limits. Have you experimented with this person at all? No, no, no. This person is out. Okay, have you experimented with any person? He has a stronger person? moral code than the, I do. The, the problem, the problem is- <laughs> You shouldn't say that out loud, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is like, I don't, I haven't come across any man- on the street, in passing, in interpersonal situations, that that tingle has just come to me. Like if you asked me to sit down and be like, push comes to shove, could I get this going? Well, yeah, and you should, you know why? Because every single gay man has done that with a woman. Like I forced myself mm. to have sex with a woman because I wanted to be straight so bad. Yeah. Wow, what a, what a thoughtful little piece of revenge you just suggested. <laughs> <laughs> Take what? it for me. <laughs> well, that that then we were, I was talking about this with Jamie, and then some girl was like, "You and Jamie should kiss," and I was like, "No, I don't want to kiss Jamie." And then Jamie <laughs> kept being like, "Come on, let's just kiss," and I was like, "I legit don't want to kiss you. I'm sorry." Yeah, but what I'm saying is, suck it up, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could <laughs> suck it up really has two meanings. Here. <laughs> suck it up and suck it up. Bro, how do you suck it in? Really? Bro, I feel like if you don't do it, that's actually kind of gay. Because <laughs> like, how straight are you? You got to put it to the test. I just think right now, I, life is so long, but right now. I've kissed a boy. You have to kiss a boy. I've kissed a boy. You have to you've kiss kissed a boy. kissed a boy? One boy. With a tongue? With a tongue. When? I'm about... <laughs> 23 years ago. I was seven. It was traumatizing. Here's my problem with kissing men is I don't you, even want to- You kissed me. That yeah, was the bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I just got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys suck. I was like, you were molested? <laughs> I was like, Sam, can we talk about your molestation later? <laughs> anyway, Ashley, what were you saying? <laughs> Sam, are you okay? Um, I kissed a boy. I you don't even want to share a drink with a boy. Boys are gross. You this should is the have problem. to kiss the same boy that I kissed. Men are disgust. Yeah, that's a good idea. Who nope. is the boy? His name's Tim. Where is he now? I think upstate New York. Did you go to New York City private school with him? No. Ah, oh, so he doesn't even come from a good family. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he does not. How's he supposed to take care of me? I would kiss him, but he's a Montague. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain your type? I think it's a boyfriend twin. That's probably my type. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 So, Jamie. So, I don't. But, but Jamie. Jamie Wait, doesn't do it for me. I, here's the thing. And I know friend. we're being think, funny and like toxic yeah, yeah. and like you should have gay sex and you yeah, clearly yeah. don't want to it. That's totally fine. Yeah. But there is, <laughs> however, Not case, my fingers feel like women. No. <laughs> no, but you are so not my type. But my. I know. You, like, I do feel like kissing is like pretty um, harm, harmless. Yeah. Like to try it out. Like, I make out with women as a joke. Yeah. All the time. Right. It's hilarious, by the way. It's a great no, I'm bet. Not, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying no. I'm saying the only difference between making out with women as a joke and making out with men as a joke is women aren't gross. 
Yeah, and men I see are that. I see that. stinky and greasy and hairy and dirty. And women, it's like, yeah, women are just so smooth Sm- and yeah. soft. Floral. Floral. Do you think if we made Safe? out, it would test whether or not you're gay? <laughs> I, that, that should be the ending of the episode <laughs> right there. That's like a perfect callback. Listeners, subscribe to the Patreon for more. <laughs> <laughs> You have to leave. You're going to get in trouble. Go. I have to go. I'm, I'm already in trouble. LucasOnly.com for all my tour dates. Thank you for having me. Sam, what do you want to plug? Butt plugs. Oh my God. Actually, can I go to my uh, website and just yeah, list just dates list real them. quick? Coming up, I'm coming to Austin, Texas, October 13th and 14th. I'm going to the UK. I'm doing, a, I'm going to London. You have London fans, right? I'm actually so excited. I'm doing the main stage at Soho Theater. Um, and the last time I went to London, Tick sold out really quickly. So um, go check that out. I would really love that because I think I'm going to have some big, scary reviewers there. And I'm also doing like a, Lon- a UK tour in, of the country. So I'm going to Cardiff. I'm going to Manchester, Norwich, and Brighton. Um, then I'm doing Denver, Portland, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Raleigh, North Carolina, San Francisco, Indianapolis, Fort Lauderdale. Go to my website. You get it. Thanks for listening, guys. Patreon.com slash WHGS to support the pod. You can donate as little as $1. We really, it really helps. It helps a lot. And we really deeply appreciate it. And did you know that you get four bonus episodes per month by donating? All kinds of perks. Live streams of my shows. Uh, yeah. I, it pays Alex. It pays the whole squad. Maddie, everybody. Bree. So go ahead and, and uh, give it a try. And a gay thought this week. Over the past few months, so many of you have written to me knowing that you didn't know the full story, but believing there were things that were left unsaid and writing letters of support to me and sticking around and coming to shows. And not many comedians are in the position that I'm in. And uh, I'm trying my best. And I think a lot of you see that. And you've written some some really kind things to me. And um, for those of you who've, who, who feel like you know me and know my values and my heart, um, I just want to say thank you for those notes. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for assuming the good. My goal was never to be like a gay content creator. My goal is to be a comedian. But the thing that I do love about this podcast is our discord. And I love hearing stories about, there's a story about a German listener, I think who had it on while she was cleaning up the coffee shop that she, or restaurant that she worked in. Someone came in at the end of the day and heard it on and they both uh, we're like, oh, that the person was like, oh, is that we're having gay sex? And they became friends. Um, and I love, you know, having Sunday school as this queer space for people to meet each other. That, that, that is a part of this that I can't deny is deeply moving. And I, I don't know of another comedian, um, that has it in such a, tangible way because it is linked to the queer community. And that is where most of my grief around this cancellation comes from. Not my safety or thinking about 
my employees and stuff like that. But no offense, Alex. But uh, really thinking about this being an opportunity for people to feel connected. And when I saw that that was breaking apart and continues to, I'm grieving that. So a lot of people have been like, isn't it kind of over? You know, all the hate online and stuff and like, yeah, it is. But what hasn't been resurrected is the community. And I'm missing that. And I, I hope we can get it back. And if you've stayed, um, thank you. And uh, thank you to our moderator on the Discord, Abby, and everybody who, and Jess for the many years that she was doing that. And um, everybody who's kind of active there and makes it a really fun place to be. I'm obviously just word vomiting right now, but uh, it's really special. And I hope we can continue to make it special. All right. Thanks. Have a good week.